And now it's time for the Ask Dr. Tommy Show, featuring health news, opinion, and insight from Wesley Chapel's concierge medicine physician, Dr. Tommy McElroy. And thank you for joining us today. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. I'm Dr. Tommy McElroy. And uh, today we're going to have a little bit different of a show. We're going to have a uh, testimony from uh, Chris Yates, who's the owner of Blue Dot Promos. And Chris is a uh, Chris is going to share with us from a patient perspective why it is that he chose concierge medicine and why he thinks there are sometimes people aren't able to get healthy in the uh, system that he was in before, the regular insurance-based system. Well, I personally think that a lot of people don't understand their own health at all. Um, you know, we've got the uh, government health care, Obamacare, if you will, and that, that kind of it, a lot of times doesn't help people understand their health it just will say it treats it but to understand your health is completely different and I think that's what you do is help people understand their health entirely so take us back so you say people have treatment but they don't understand so they may go into the doctor's office and say hey here's all these labs that are abnormal and here's some medicine to take but then they leave not knowing really what happened except that they have to take these pills but they don't understand the significance of it is that what you're saying more or less. I mean, even more so. Like with my doctor, my past doctor, um, she basically wanted me to self-diagnose and tell her what I thought I needed. Uh, you know, I say um, I have this problem, and I I think I should try this for it. And she would say, "Sure, let's give it a try." Mm-hmm. Well, that was the extent of that. And that's not what you're looking for. Is you're looking for expert guidance. Yeah, exactly. And you're not looking for necessarily someone to. Just, you know, back up what you think may happen. It doesn't give you much confidence. I could see that, you know, from my standpoint is, you know, dealing with legal or accounting people. If I were to go in and say, you know, maybe I should do this, but I'm not sure. And they say, yeah, maybe you should do that. Yeah, kind of the same thing. It's just not, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, she never once asked, why do you think you should take that? Or why do you think you're having this problem? Or what might be causing this? Or, Mm Or anything like that. So it just was kind of it got to the point where I was thinking this is just silly for me even to have to have a doctor. And you and I share a common history because we both have a family history of some uh, premature health problems with our family members. And that's another thing that's important is for people to understand is it's not necessarily your personal history, but also the things that have happened to your family members that help help to guide what you should do uh, for your own personal health. Yeah. So can I talk about our first meeting? Sure. Okay. So Here's the difference with Echelon Health versus, <clears throat> pardon me, a uh, what I'm going to call more traditional style, Obamacare style healthcare facility probably. When I first met you, when I first met Dr. Tommy, uh, it, it was a two-hour meeting. Uh, actually, the first meeting was to do blood work. And then the second meeting was two-hour meeting. We went over the blood work. We went over it extensively. We went over my family history. We went over... Things even things like what are my hobbies and what are my likes and dislikes and interests and things like that. Why is that important when you're in healthcare? Well, because you want to know your patient. You want to know as much as you can about them, I think. And um, it really is something that no other doctor has ever done, actually gotten to know a little bit about me in order to best help me with my uh, life in general um, as far as health is concerned. So... It's a big difference, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, I think one of the things that we like to do is find patients who are interested in that because sometimes I tell people, you know, they say, well, how are you different than insurance practice? And for me, it's kind of like, well, how are we not different? But then, I, you know, I try to put myself in their position and explain the things that were different. And one of the most striking things for me is to say, 
you know, we have a two hour annual physical and they look at me almost like, well, who's, who wants that? Like from a patient standpoint, you know, what patient wants to have a two hour physical. And so, you know, I always try to tell them, look, it may not take two hours, but we block two hours for you, but some patients aren't that interested. So for us, it's like, you know, it's kind of like finding that, um, that, you know, the connection out there to the patient, you're, you're the physician trying to find these people that want to have a lot of uh, input on their health and not everyone wants a lot of input on their health. Some people are the opposite. They don't want it, what they don't know won't kill them and but the, ignorance but is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> but what they don't know very well may kill them. And that's the approach that you take completely. And that's not in my experience, what other doctors have done. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that drove me to do what I do is because when I was a uh, kid, my younger brother, Kevin died at an early age. He was 29 years old. He died mm-hmm. unexpectedly of a cardiac, some cardiac problem. And, uh, the autopsy came back and they said, uh, natural causes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this was a Christmas day actually. So they, oh, you know, coroner wow. got called in on Christmas. They, you know, they're not going to take a lot of time necessarily to look, maybe they will, but whatever the case is, young kid dies, you suspect drugs, you know, toxicology mm-hmm. came back negative. And, uh, but you know, it made me think about is what was it that he had that maybe some doctor, because he had been seen before for many times for chest pain, it made me think, what is, is there some things that could have been done that were not done? You know, so those are the kind of things that drove, one of the things that drove me to concierge medicine is to say, look, I never want to go home at the end of the day saying, you know, I did as best I could in my for seven minutes so that the patient <laughs> did well. You know, that's not my goal. My goal is to make sure that they stay as healthy as possible. So I think about that sometimes as, you know, what are the things that happened to him that may could have could have been discovered? Maybe there's nothing, you know, sometimes, you know, young people die, but there sometimes are things that need to be found that aren't found. I, I totally agree with that. I think, you know, I've told you this before when we've talked and I'll share this, that I kind of feel like you saved my life or prolonged it, if nothing else. I mean, my family history, my father died when he was 64 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on vacation and uh came back from dinner and told my mom he didn't feel well and collapsed, died of a heart attack. And he's 64. So, 64. Yeah. Eight months later, my mom didn't wake up one day. She was 60. Yeah. And uh, she died of a heart attack, apparently. A- atherosclerosis, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a blockage of something. Anyhow, uh, so that really got me thinking. And here I am. I know I'm overweight. I don't exercise. I don't eat right. I know mm-hmm. my health in general is not great. I know that there's things that I need to do, but it took me a long time to get to it. And one of the reasons, actually the primary reason is I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what I should do. And <clears throat> the doctor that I had at the time was frankly of just no help at all. Didn't, didn't even really care, I don't think. Um, and I tried talking to her and she just said, well, you can do any number of things and you should probably find what works best for you. And I say, I, I've tried to do that, but mm-hmm. I don't know what's best for me. Right. Don't you? And that's the big difference is you said very, very honestly that I appreciate. You said, based on what I'm seeing from the lab work in my two hour physical interview with you, uh, you need to lose some weight. You need to exercise more. You should probably be eating better. And here's what I think you should do. I'm like, whoa, this is different. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think you should do. That's what I've been looking for. Yeah. And so that to me made a huge difference. And guess what? I've lost over 40 pounds. I feel better than I ever have. I'm eating much better. I'm exercising. And you oversee it to make yeah. sure I'm doing it correctly. And I can tell you from the standpoint of physician, and patients may not realize that, but 
you know, that's like being a, um, uh, I don't know, it's like being any type of craftsman or any type of tradesperson and doing a good job. To That gives you the ultimate satisfaction is when you have a patient that understands what you're trying to do and mm-hmm. and and appreciates it and and the real thing is is when they actually are able to utilize some of the, your guidance to do it that's like the only i mean that's like the reason that people go into medicine initially is to help patients and truly help them get better and so um, you know it's very good for us it's good for our patients and like i said it's trying to find those people out there that are interested in the same thing you're interested in and making that kind of like a, a connection and you know figuring out what's the best way to move forward and i think for what you know for what for what you know for today i think the good thing is is that a lot of people out there who are out there maybe had some similar feelings that you're having is to help them understand that there is a a way out so to speak there is a is a way to figure out what's going on and make sure that you are uh, doing everything you can do within reason to uh, become healthy yeah i mean if you're worried about your health if you're even thinking about if you even think that you need to do something different or feel like you just need to, your body probably knows. You probably know that you need to do something. But if you don't know what to do, well, there are alternatives. You can see a concierge, someone in concierge medicine or direct care, I think it's called, mm-hmm. right? Direct primary care. Yeah. Like yourself. And there are answers and there is help. And it's completely different than the type of health care that a lot of people are used to. But I guess I'll say for me, it was a much, much better choice. And I think a lot of people will find that to be true. Yeah, it's not necessarily for everybody. And I don't say that, you know, if people aren't doing what we do, that they're wrong, because clearly they're not. But it is an option for those who are out there who feel like um, there's a there's something that's missing from their experience and they want something different. And uh, when we come back, Chris and I are going to share uh, some of our experiences with the medical system and some of the ways that we've been able to um, circumnavigate and uh, do a better for ourselves, both as patients and doctors. We'll be right back. When it comes to promoting a business or service, promotional products can deliver a huge bang for your buck. Blue Dot Promotional Marketing can help you match the right product to your business and budget, helping you be seen and remembered. Want to make a big impression with your prospects? Call Blue Dot Promotional Marketing at 813-977-1056 or visit bluedotpromos.com. And thank you for joining us again. This is the Ask Dr. Tommy Show. And uh, we are semi-live here at the uh, Echelon Health Studios because we're running this show with some new equipment that I got from Sam Ash. And I want to give a shout out to my friends at Sam Ash who helped me uh, get a PV mixer. And then we got two new microphones. So now we're able to do this semi-live so that we don't have to do any editing afterwards. So again, thank you to uh, Michael Ramirez at Sam Ash. He is the manager in the pro audio section. And if you are in the area in Kerwood, I highly encourage you to go out there and check them out because they know what they're talking about. And Chris, you and I were talking before the break about, you know, what are the things that we felt before we were doing the different things we do from a perspective of physicians and patients. And the thing that I felt when I was in the other system is I felt constrained. I felt trapped. I felt like I was um, not doing what I meant to, what I was meant to do. And so I felt a sense of relief when I started concierge medicine, started doing my own practice. And um, that's, that's kind of, it's made me feel free. Tell us, before you you're feeling how how did you feel well so well so when I met you um, I own a business and I was at a networking event <clears throat> and at that networking event everybody stands up and, and 
says their little 30 second spiel about what their business is and you stood up and said I'm Dr. Tommy I own Echelon Health we're a concierge medicine facility and I said concierge medicine what is that like you come to my door or what Mm -hmm. what is and then you explained a little bit further and uh, explained that uh, concierge health is not uh, your traditional style of doing of practicing medicine although it is still the same it's not you know herbs and potions and stuff like that it's it's having a real doctor Mm -hmm. and uh, but um, so that's how we met and at that time I was extremely frustrated with uh, Obamacare because I had to switch doctors which wasn't such a bad thing probably mm-hmm. but to find a doctor that was in my network that was closer than 30 miles away was not happening mm-hmm. there just was no availability and so what I, happened when you called <clears throat> they told me that uh, they weren't accepting new patients and uh, I finally did find one doctor who um, got me in for the initial consultation within about two weeks' time. It was about 45 minutes away. And uh, I met her, and uh, we didn't click. Huh. Uh, we didn't click at all, as a matter of fact. And um, How long did that take to set up the appointment? How many weeks out was it when you called? It took me about two weeks to find someone, and then it was two weeks out. And then, after all that, a month later, here you are, and back to square one. Yeah, and in the meantime, I'd gotten strep throat, Ugh. what I thought was strep throat. So I start calling around again and say, look, I've really got to get in to see someone. I, I think I have strep throat, and it's killing me here. I know I have a fever, and I feel terrible. And Four months, that was the soonest someone could <laughs> see, see me that was within a reasonable distance. Uh, I don't mean to laugh, but uh, it's, it's sad. <laughs> it is sad, and I was like, you know what? Forget this. This is ridiculous. So I actually took some old um, uh, stuff that I had in the cabinet from yeah. I think about two years earlier yeah. with the antibiotic and I thought you know what I think this will work maybe I don't know so I took it and well you know that's the thing is that's the other thing I say is look you know if you're if your doctor can see you with you know soon then they should see you soon if they can't they need to refer you somewhere where you can be seen because if you have strep for two weeks let's say it can actually become deadly it can actually cause a problem with your heart, can cause a problem with your kidneys, it can cause a lot of things. So if you're out there and you need to you need to have help, at least go to urgent care. That'd be another option for you. Or find a doctor that can take you or treat yourself if you have the opportunity. <laughs> you have some old medication. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that we also did and that you were doing successfully is we're able to help patients turn on to the idea of uh, figure out what are the things that you can do to fine tune your health. And so you've had an excellent, I think, response to uh, the medicine, nutrition, fitness regimen. And so how, how do you feel now compared to, you know, before as far as overall your energy level, as far as your weight and all that? <laughs> hate to sound cliche or nerdy or whatever, but like yeah. a completely different person. Yeah. Because I'm 40 pounds lighter. Uh, my image of myself uh, on the outside now matches much more closely to the image that I felt I should have in my mind, uh-huh. um, the way I look and feel is completely different. Much more energy. I feel so much better about myself. Um, I don't feel like a slouch. Like what have you been doing different? I mean, not to get too personal, but no, it's fine. So my eating habits have completely changed. Okay. Um, no more snacking at night, for example, because uh-huh. that was my big downfall. Was that probably? But exercise, and I don't mean going crazy exercise. I'm not a gym rat by any means. I have an elliptical at my house that I use, and I do have a like a what would be similar to a Bowflex type machine at the house, and I use that. Um, 
I don't go crazy with it. But, you know, a combination of several things, which is changing your diet a little bit. Talk about that then. What okay. mean, besides not snacking, what are some of the other changes? Okay, sure. It's not radical. Uh-huh. You know, it's not like you can't enjoy life still. Um, I just decided to change some of the things that I was consuming, like carbs, for example. Mm-hmm. I eat fewer carbs now. Um, I think that that helps a lot with not feeling sluggish and and feeling just miserable uh-huh. a lot of the times. You don't miss it, really. You don't. Yeah. Um, I didn't anyway. Uh, fewer carbs... Uh, just leaner, healthier foods such as, I don't know, I eat more chicken now than I used to. It used to be a lot of pasta, for example. Yeah. Well, now it's a lot more chicken. Yeah. I mean, I used to eat pasta. I mean, I could eat a whole box of, you know, family size. Yeah. I love spaghetti. So Me I could, too. you know, you could still do that every now and then, but I used to not think about it because I lost 25 pounds too. And so I figured the same thing is I cut out some of the carbs, cut out a lot of the carbs, especially in alcohol, like beer. Beer mm. tastes great. Uh, but it also has a lot of carbs in it. And mm. man, you can really, if you can cut out the carbs. And the other thing I tell patients is if you're ever trying to lose weight, do not drink sugar drinks, um, except every once in a blue moon because they have so much, especially like a regular Coke. I don't know how much sugar's in that, but it is almost straight sugar. And sugar is utilized by the body very efficiently. Your body can uh, either store utilize sugar almost to 100 percent which is not the same uh, as as protein or fats because your body will um, your body will actually not be able to absorb a lot of that so but sugar your body's very efficient at and it'll either store it in it or either use it and so cutting out carbs i think you're right is one of the first easy steps to dropping weight yeah and i didn't completely eliminate carbs right but i did by 80% cut back on what I was consuming. Mm-hmm. And like I said, don't miss it. And uh, the, you know. the only downfall, I think, to losing weight is in buying new clothes. <laughs> it does get expensive. Yeah. I have a whole a whole rack of, I probably have like 20 pairs of slacks that I can't wear now. It's funny. I just went through my closet yeah. and I have 21 shirts. that, uh-huh. I, And this is the second time that I've kind of purged my closet. Yeah. 21 shirts that... I just can't wear anymore. Too big. Give them away, and yeah. uh, seven pair of pants. And the first time was about ten pair of pants. So tell us about your exercise regimen. Okay, exercise. It's fairly simple. Um, this is what I do uh, because it works for me. Um, I like using the elliptical. Believe it or not, a lot mm-hmm. of people say the elliptical. I like it. So I don't do it by time. Um, I do it by number of calories. I burn six hundred calories a day on a certain level on mm-hmm. the elliptical. And I try to do that in the morning, but don't always make it. Sometimes it's in the evening. Um, it takes me about uh, about 35 minutes on what is level four on my elliptical to do that. Mm-hmm. It's a good cardio workout, I feel. Um, it's just right for me. And then uh, I'll do certain, uh, I don't want to call it bodybuilding, but just kind of things that I hope tone Yeah, with the Bowflex, right? Bit. With the Bowflex machine, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, so, and I'll do that for about 20 minutes afterwards. And then drumming too is cardio. Drumming. <laughs> yep. So you, how, how long, you usually play for what, an hour or more? Or Drums? if you, yeah, if you uh, sit down and play. Yeah, an hour probably at yeah, least. That's yeah, that's a good workout because you're, you know, all the, it's legs and hand and arms, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I play but, stuff that's a little bit faster. Right, <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, I was washing the car the other day. I was thinking, I was, you know what? If I did this for a living, I'd probably be in pretty good shape. Wow. Washing and waxing the car. People don't realize that's yeah. tough work. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything you got coming up uh, over the summer? Any new things that you got planned either personally or with your business? 
Business is going to go through a few changes. Uh-huh. Um, nothing that most people will notice, uh, but they're things that are going to be processes easier. Okay. And uh, going to help with uh, streamlining things, to use an old word. So um, Blue Dot promos, and then also I know you're branching out and doing a little bit more consulting as far as brand development, too. As far as branding goes, yeah. Branding. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, so... I think people don't understand branding sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, companies don't, and um, particularly smaller companies. And if you don't understand branding, it's really not difficult, but it's extremely important to your to your organization's effectiveness and um, uh, what's that? What's success? Yeah. <laughs> if there's a if there's a branding concern or something, would you you're able to talk to them? Just they just probably contact you through the website is the best way if they're trying to figure out. You know what is my brand strategy and they want like a quick um you know to see if they could work with you and see if you could help them is that the best way to contact you is through blue.promos.com yeah blue.promos.com definitely or our facebook page either one That's okay fine yep and and as far as um one of the take-home points i want to tell people about branding is branding is a way and promotions is a way that you you can express yourself through things that are tangible that people can associate with you and it's kind of a complicated thing. It's not as simple as just slapping your logo on a product and hoping that it works. It's about finding the people to deliver those promos to, finding the people to reach out to, and where do, how do you, whatever your services are, whatever your brand is, you're going to have to target that to a certain audience. And uh, Chris, I know we've talked a lot about it, and so Chris is able to do that for you, at least help you figure out what should your strategy be. Yeah, you should have a plan, and we will certainly help you with defining your plan, and that's not something we charge you extra for, by the way. Yeah, and uh, also, as far as uh, Blue Dot Promo is concerned, if you're out there and you want to have a brochure done, I have a brochure that we did for the company here. It's a concierge medicine brochure, but we have one that's a very unique brochure. It's 8.5 inches by 8.5 inches. It's, it's, it's less likely to be thrown away, and everyone we've uh, presented that brochure to has been impressed with it. And so that's another thing that uh, Chris can help you with is – designing brochures for your company and then also uh, helping you uh, figure out how to deliver them and where's the most effective way to put those out there. Uh, well, thanks, Chris, for coming in, sharing your story. Yeah, I'm and, glad that we could get together. Yeah, I think it's important for people, <clears throat> people to understand that, you know, from their perspective as a patient, what there is out there. And uh, I'm very happy that you uh, joined our practice and uh, we've enjoyed uh, helping you along your way uh, get healthier, but also getting to know you as a person consider you a friend as well as a patient a client and uh, that's uh, important for us as we uh, develop like you said that whole holistic type of relationship with our patient getting really to know them so thanks again for coming in Chris yeah thanks for having me and uh, for all of you out there who are listening to the Ask Dr. Tommy show if you'd like to hear more of the Ask Dr. Tommy show we invite you to go on to AskDrTommy.com we have commentary there we have the podcast We have so many different things now. We have Physicians tab where you can learn about membership medicine and patients can learn about it too. So until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more show news and information, go to AskDrTommy.com and be sure to follow Dr. Tommy on Facebook at Echelon Health and on Twitter at Tapa Direct Care. To learn more about Echelon Health Concierge Medicine Practice, visit Echelon Health online at TampaDirectCare.com.